Hello everyone and welcome to DCOM Central, where two childhood best friends review, reflect, and poke fun at the Disney Channel original movies that they grew up with, and maybe more recent ones, but who knows how far we'll go. So Michael. What's up? Are you a fan of Lemonade? Big fan of Lemonade. Top tier summertime drink. So, are you a fan of the decom lemonade mouth that came out April 15th, 2011, while we were in high school? Never seen it. Nope. I never saw it either, but I immediately hated it. <laughs> I think I watched the beginning and it was like, how dare they stand where high school musicals stood? I don't think so. Yeah, anytime there was a musical after high school musical, I was like, what are you trying to do here? Come on. Yeah, except for Camp Rock, because that was totally not the same thing. Eh. But this, this, I mean, well, it was Jonas Brothers, Debbie Lovato. Like, those were big names. Yeah, they were doing something there. That's true. That's true. I mean, props to Bridget Mendler for, for trying, you know? She really held down the fort <laughs> as hard as she could here. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's... It was hard because nothing could replace the musical near and dear to my heart, so I was bothered at the fact that they even tried. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, no, I mean, I never saw it because, like, you know, as we've discussed before, high school was, was when, like, we started, like, weaning off of uh, Disney Channel. Except um, for you and Sweet so Life on Deck. Yeah, Sweet Life on Deck, I'd watch when it was on. Maybe, maybe Wizards if it was reruns and stuff like that, but... The movies, I was not tuning in for those movies. They just didn't appeal to me at that age. No, not at all. They took a dive for the worst, mostly. <laughs> yeah. You want me to, to give us a little summary here real quick? Yeah, please wet the whistle. <laughs> Dang it, Kelly. <laughs> so Lemonade Mouth is a musical about an unlikely group of high schoolers coming together to form a smash hit band. That's right, folks. It's a new take on the high school musical genre uh, for a whole new era of Disney Channel viewers. But does it live up to its closest predecessor? Let's find out. So, we did it again. This is the 83rd DCOM, which is the one right after Sweet Life. That's just hilarious. Like, that's really funny. <laughs> and this is another issue I had. I mean, I, I don't think I knew this back then, but like, while you know studying now i was just triggered by the fact that this movie actually did film in albuquerque new mexico you're kidding whereas high school musical took place in new mexico or took place in albuquerque new mexico but filmed in salt lake city that's wild but i mean i guess i'm glad they filmed high school musical where they did because like this high school doesn't even come close to as as beautiful of a school as high school musicals was Yes, and I just, like, the concept was like, really? <sighs> <laughs> the audacity You're trying of so Disney hard. Channel. Yeah. And whereas I might not have liked this as a kid and you didn't even bother watching it, nope. it has a 79% Rotten Tomatoes. It's apparently a popular decom for that time zone. Like, if you were young, That's if you wild. were in high school at that time, you probably liked it. If you were, like, middle school. And the pizza store set that they go back to several times in this movie apparently was used in Schindler's List. Huh. Rather historic filming location then. That's weird. And 
Bridget Medler is the star of this movie and good luck Charlie. But I was really shocked to see Naomi Scott was also in this movie. You know, like one of the new Charlie's Angels and Jasmine in the new Aladdin. A very young Naomi Scott, yeah. Also, Haley Kiyoko, Stella. She's really big now too. She's a big singer. I don't know any of these people. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, well, I do. <laughs> so I was just like, wow, look at all these young, young people. Yeah, it's good to see. Maybe launching the careers of many young actors and actresses, just like High School Musical did. <laughs> Maybe. But also, uh, as you're probably wondering, Disney Channel did initially plan to make this a franchise, like High School Musical was. But uh, they only ended up doing one, so I guess it wasn't that big after all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really stuck it to them there, Kelly. <laughs> that's all the fun i got for facts i guess we could talk about the plot let's do it we begin with the infamous insert title of the movie here band getting ready for some big concert jam-packed with tons of fans as a voiceover tells us it all started when they met in detention so normally so naturally we cut out of this moment to go back in time to when they all met in detention <laughs> yeah also annoying like that trope is just overused i think so i was like all right really is there any other way for people to meet like people who are like from different backgrounds to meet it's a regular breakfast club i know i didn't really like breakfast club so really is there any other way to have people to meet this is kind of like trope the movie here kelly it would have been cooler if they met in band not in detention hosted by the band teacher right and then you know Courses, struggling arts program, a rival band. So it all just, you know, they're playing the hits. So we cut out of this detention moment to go to Stella practicing guitar before her first day of school. Yeah. She just transferred in the middle of the school year and is rightfully upset. And like every movie featuring a new kid, people have to point out that she's new as if people actually notice that stuff. Spoiler alert, they don't know in real life. We cut to another member of the future band when... As his dad is dropping off his college girlfriend to class. And the dad is the one with the college girlfriend, Michael. Not the son. Yeah, I caught this one. And okay. of course, this is contentious between the two of them. Yes, he does. This dad is not a young dad. He's probably middle age. So having this in a decom really shocked me. Yeah. Odd subject matter, yeah. I was like, whoa, we're going that direction now? <laughs> At least one is also bothered by this. When? A rather level-headed character in this movie. Cut to Charlie going to school, another member of the future band, and since he is the drummer, he must hold his drumsticks around like every drummer in existence. Which is actually pretty accurate for what I've seen in band. Incredibly accurate, yes. This is one of the truest things in this movie. <laughs> Most believable. <laughs> Is a drummer really a drummer if they don't carry drumsticks around everywhere they go? No. He trips while staring at Princess Jasmine. I mean, Mo. Mo is currently being told by her dad that she is too young for lipstick, and since her dad is controlling, she has to change out of her more conservative outfit into something more her, you know, once she gets inside and out of his sight. Class has already started, but she's just chatting in the hall with her boyfriend, Scott, like it's no big deal. Yeah, so I, I guess Mo isn't really a rule follower already, huh? Hmm. 
Back to Stella now, who is getting berated by the principal for wearing a shirt that says question authority. So, he doesn't like that she's questioning his authority. God, this principal in this movie, Kelly. Yeah. Not a fan. I can't stand him. He's everything that's wrong with America. Yes. Back to Mo again. She's been caught by the principal on camera because he's watching like a psycho. But because she is normally a good student, she only gets detention instead of a call home to dad. Back to when again, it's his turn to present at class, but he seems to be missing his assignment. As if on cue, one's dad's college girlfriend walks in somehow because she accidentally took his folder. Wow, that's not some- you're not allowed to do that. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Now we're even installing metal detectors at school. How is this possible? I don't know, 2011. Crazy. Everyone thinks that this lady is his mom and he gets super offended. She's like a few years older than him. <laughs> <laughs> and he calls the teacher stupid, so bam, detention. Yikes. Back to Bo again. This is where we find out that Scott did not get detention. I want another one of those big school athletes could do no wrong because he's got that big soccer game coming up. And I mean... Haven't had a school obsessed with soccer in a while in a decom, so that's refreshing, Michael. Yeah, but how much did you just want to punch this principal in the mouth right here? Yeah, I hate uh, when athletes get special treatment. Yeah. They're usually the delinquents in the in real life, at least. Exactly. Cut to the music teacher chasing the principal, who is cruising through the halls on his Segway for some reason. Talk about the school budget going to all the wrong reasons. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought, you know, yeah. how can you not have a segue for the principal? Um, did you catch what I caught during this scene, though, Kelly? Probably not. There's a fly flying around the, the music teacher's head. Oh, wasn't she, like, swatting it? Was she? Maybe I made that up. I thought she was just angrily shaking at the principal. Possibly. But... She's upset about the very real and troubling fact that he cuts the that he cut the art budget down to zero. She wishes he cared about the arts program as much as he did sports. Just like real life. The ongoing battle schools still face today, yeah. We go back to Olivia, who is caught hiding in the janitor's closet for reasons I do not understand. Yeah, this is a strange one. And she gets detention for it too, which is like and she was totally fine with it and expected it almost. Yeah. Not a soccer practice, where Charlie seems to suck even though his brother used to be the star player. He accidentally throws the soccer ball at the coach. Bam. Detention. Nice. It always ends up hitting the coach. They're not very lucky in that aspect. Yeah. Cut to a random and very odd Turbo Blast commercial. For And for a minute there, I thought I had accidentally stumbled across a real commercial and wanted to fast forward through it. <laughs> but it was just a sponsored energy drink commercial for the school assembly for the movie so okay kind of like wandavision oh well those were better <laughs> oh yeah at this assembly some popular girls insult stella because they are evil of course stella is tired of this school so she stands up and shows off her question authority shirt shouting to the principal that she should be allowed to wear whatever she wants majority of the crowd seems to agree and now our final member of the band has received detention it's all coming together Mm-hmm. It's attention time, which seems to be floors under the school. Is this normal? I'm not used to basements. <laughs> you know, Kelly, 
Remember, every school has a subterranean level, alright? That's where the science labs and the music classes are. But it felt like it was more than one floor down. Like, they just kept going to the staircase and, like, she, he was, like, the there was a guy, like, guiding her down. I felt like they went more than one level down. It's a fallout shelter. <laughs> it was weird. It was probably just a, a mistake. Uh, but that was weird. They are in New Mexico. That's where they test the nukes. Oh, whoa. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not New Mexico. Maybe that's Nevada. Close enough. It's Nevada. At some point, all the members of the pre- of the Breakfast Club, I mean Lemonade Mouth Band, all get a lemonade soda right outside detention. Don't you want one of those real bad? Um, I guess it's not really soda. If it's not a soda, I think I would like it. I don't think it's soda. I think it's just canned lemonade, and it looks delicious. Uh, if it's not too sugary. I like a teeny bit of lemonade every now and then, but it's too sweet for me to drink a lot of. <laughs> just in case you're wondering. Doesn't surprise me. The band is asked to clean the music room, and as they, and as they do, the drummer starts a beat on his desk, and then everyone jumps in. A song is formed. And detention just started, so... Jeez, this movie wastes no time as they perform Turn Up the Music. Yeah. I mean, I I do like scenes like this where music just kind of comes together, you know? Like, it builds on itself. I really do enjoy that kind of stuff. Yes, normally. But it was just like, they met five seconds prior, and now they're like, yeah, I can get into this groove. Let's all just, you know, we'll just sing. And which is amazing because Bridget Midler's character, Olivia, is like super, super shy and reserved. and But she just gets up with these strangers and starts singing. Not a bad song, though. No, not, it's not bad. It's not. Not the worst song. It's not the start of something new, but it's not the worst song. No. So the music teacher walks in as they wrap up their song, and she's actually very impressed. She thinks they are meant to play together. Even though none of them know each other, she believes it's destiny. She tries to convince them to sign up for Rising Star, a talent show where the winner gets a record deal. They all resist at first, but ultimately agree... Heard this one before. ...or they wouldn't be a movie. Yep. <laughs> Olivia goes home to her grandmother, whose cat isn't eating, and... Why the guy triggered me like that? Why is this movie, like, going on a deeper level that I don't want right now? You didn't come here for this. You weren't ready. No, you're not supposed to touch animals unless it's, like, a happy thing. Don't give me a, a dying cat, please. Just old cat. You. But it was so cute, too. Yeah, it was cute, but like, cute I, old it might have actually been an old cat because it was just walking real slow. Yeah. Unless they were like, hey, cat, walk slow. A really good actor. I don't know. I just, uh, you know, it upset me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if this movie kills off this cat, I'm turning it off and I'm quitting the podcast. Oh, the stakes just got <laughs> higher. So anyway... Wen goes home to his ranch, and he has horsies. Lucky guy. Then Mo goes home to her, to her violin practicing, and Charlie to his drum practicing. Okay, now to Stella, who is upset with her father for eating fish. Everyone in her family seems to be a genius. The gene apparently missed her, <laughs> but she is setting out to start a revolution, which causes her to get the band back together some other day later. She informs them at a pizza joint that she signed them up for Rising Star and a Halloween bash, which... That sounds fun. Practice and then the main event, right? Yeah. Everyone agrees to at least one practice to see how it goes. I mean, 
you know, if if you jam that hard on your first outing, then, you know, you kind of have to keep going. You gotta at least give it a shot. Looks like they could all use some friends, too. Yeah. At this first practice, they struggle a lot, and Mo is wearing the same blue dress as before. Mo tries to quit because I called her out, but then Wen says, we can work this out. How dare he say those words? Wrong movie, bro. Dare you stand where he stood. Do not say we can work this out. Absolutely not. So all their worries are gone as soon as they actually start playing the next song called Somebody. I love how the music teacher is listening from the hall dancing along. That's cute. <laughs> she bumps into a student and yells at him to go to class, though. She's like embarrassed. Yeah. But than me. so are they actually practicing during class then? Or is that just something she said because she was embarrassed? Yeah. Because the giant clock behind the band says it's 740. Ooh. AM or PM? This is a bit early for a jam session. They didn't say, well, the clock didn't say AM or PM, but yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming PM. Go home, kids. Yeah. <laughs> so it turns out Mo's, Mo's boyfriend is in the competing band, Mudslide Crush. Quite the name, name, yeah. He's complaining to her that this new band is taking up some of their time at the Halloween Bash. She admits it's her band, and he is not supportive at all. He's extremely selfish about it, and I don't understand why they are together at all. No, it doesn't make sense, does it? Oh, great. We get to hear their song. Awful song. And the crowd goes, is the name of the song, and Kelly goes, eh, because that's not my style. It's awful. At all. Like, it's bad. No, thank you. Yeah, why is this band so popular at the school? Why is the principal like them? Yeah, not only is this song, like, annoying, but it's, like, it's the most basic song I've ever heard. It's terrible. Like, I drive a nice car, I've got a cool girlfriend, look at me, I'm cool. That's the whole song. Terrible. Later on, as the real gang get back together with their lemonades, they try to think of a band name. And the camera is super shaky in this scene, which bothers me. <laughs> it's unnecessary. Couldn't afford a rig. Yeah. <laughs> this bothers me more so than the fact that someone left an angry red letter note saying, Back off the bash or else. Or else what? Or else. Later, later on, Mo tries to talk to her boyfriend, Scott, but he blows her off because he's totally jealous of her band. <laughs> then Charlie literally runs in to sit with Mo because he totally has a crush on her. Across the hall at the vending machine, Mudslide Crush starts harassing Olivia, and then the rest of the currently unnamed Lemonade Mouth come to defend her, but it's Stella who really comes to the rescue to spit lemonade in their face. One of the members calls Stella Lemonade Mouth to the principal, and bam, now they officially have the title of the movie 45 minutes in. Now what do you think about the origins of the band name? Do you think this was a good way to get the name for the band, or do you wish they had done something different? I think it's kind of funny, spitting in the face of the enemy, with a mutual interest in the lemonade. <laughs> spitting in the face of the enemy. It was all right, but you saw how like after she spit in the first guy's face, she get, like got locked and loaded to do it again to someone else. I thought that was funny. <laughs> that is funny. So Wen shows up at Olivia's house unannounced to write some new songs. Olivia's Graham serves lemonade, of course. And as the two are writing, Olivia's old cat comes walking outside, and Olivia starts to cry, and I'm about to cry. <laughs> Olivia reveals it was her mom's cat and the last real thing she has left of her. This is mad depressing. Why is this movie doing this to me? Um, can you not? Very cute. I mean, not, not cute. Very sad. I don't know why I said cute. That's <laughs> cute. 
I mean, it's it's very touching, yes, but I just please do not have any dying animals in a movie. I will not watch it. No, I don't think it's touching. I think it's I think it's like sad for the sake of being sad. Like there's other ways to write this in other than using a pawn cat. Yeah, like a bracelet or a necklace she wore that was her mom's and she loses it in practice. Or a songbook or something like that. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot better ways than to like really go for the freaking heart stabbing. No, here's my dying cat. Thanks so much, Disney Channel. You wonder why I didn't want to watch this movie. <laughs> anyway, they continue writing and get real close together. Their eyes meet inches from their face. Is this live chemistry? Wow. Ooh. On their way to practice, they find out their lemonade vending machine is being removed. They are so upset by this that they take it up to the front office. Turns out any dun, competing dun, vending dun. machines to turbo blast that word commercial from earlier are being removed, which is totally bogus. That is bogus. You're right. Well, time for one to go home and find out that college girlfriend, Sydney, is moving in. Also, dad asked her to marry him and she somehow said yes. And he somehow just didn't know at all. Like, none of this was flown by when. Love is love. You can love wh- wh- however you want, whatever age. It's just also, like, overused in movies that you're upset that your parent has got, that, like, your parents dating someone who's, like, a few years older than you. And it's just very uncomfortable. <laughs> and again, it's just weird to see that in a Disney movie. <laughs> I just can't believe it was never brought up that, hey, you know, I might propose to her just so you yeah. know. I know you're not cool with it, but it's going to happen. No, the the way he finds out is she's just moving in. Yeah, really stupid. He finds out his dad's getting married when he gets the invite in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> to his house. Yeah. Back at school, the lead singer from Mudsling Crush makes Mo go upstairs to find her boyfriend flirting with another girl just to mess with her confidence before she performs at the Halloween bash. Nefarious, Kelly. Super evil. Also, Olivia is super nervous and hiding again. You know what gives her her confidence, though, Michael? What's that? Some lemonade? Yeah, can lemonade. Dang right. Nothing gives me more jazz than a cup of lemonade. It's like Popeye and his can of spinach. Like, goodness. Yeah. They go up on stage and perform Determinate. Their first song in front of a live audience, might I add. Oh. Probably one of their better songs, too. Eh, yeah. The crowd is jamming, so they must like it. And oh no, it changes to a rap from when. (laughs) I was liking this song until that part. Wild. Out of nowhere. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, I mean, good for him. but just uh, not for me. As the song ends, the band hands out lemonade, and Stella makes a speech to the crowd about how we all deserve to be treated like we matter, which transitions to the song, Here We Go. All I have to say is, I miss High School Musical. I really miss High School Musical, Kelly. Let's go back and watch that. You want to you wanna just cancel this and do a live watch of High School Musical? But I think that's a way better scenario than what we're going on right now. <laughs> but we can't, because we're locked into a contract. I don't like this scene at all. Like. we're in a contract (laughs) can't go back now anyway this song is too progressive for the principal so he shuts them down fast well he tries to shut them down fast he has to go searching for the control panel he shuts them down another day or so later the band is stuck in the principal's office he shuts them down 
Like, for real this time. Like, for real, for real this time. Yeah, they aren't allowed in the music room, and if you even hear so much as a hum from them, he will suspend them. Mm. I feel like this is not at all within his powers as a principal to forbid them to be a band and play music, but okay. Yeah, fix your tie and be a better principal, buddy, alright? Get away from these these kids. Yeah. So the principal might hate them, but the school loves them. The AV club even sells CDs of their performance, and the band Lemonade Mouth is suddenly popular. Antonio, it's a smash hit. And the band members are suddenly popular. That's cool. Like, the, the music was good for a brand new band. I can see where the hype came from, you know? Like, how the school could get excited for it. So that's cool enough. Hmm. Obviously, obvi- obviously, this isn't the end of the band. The movie still has 45 minutes to go, so they find a new place to play. Oh, no. The pizza joint. I mean, they already have a giant poster of them, so might as well. Yeah, go back to your roots. This is where the band was formed. Mm-hmm. She's So Gone is the first song we hear at said pizza joint. This one's all right, too. It's all right. So... I don't understand why this decom had to go this hard and do this to me, but Olivia's cat did die of old age, I assume, but I am still upset they even included this depressing plot line. How often do we get death in any way, shape, or form in a Disney Channel original movie, Kelly? Not often unless it happened before the movie started. Yeah, very rarely. (laughs) This was a shock. I'm just, ugh. You know... I can't. Kelly? Kelly? Where'd you go? Hello? Alright, welcome back, folks. We got Kelly back on the pod. Hello! So, the band comes to comfort Olivia, and they all describe what they have... Their woes and stuff, you know? They're talking about what makes them sad. And they all have some nice heart-to-hearts. Olivia actually reveals her dad is in prison. That's why he's not around. Like, <laughs> D- D- calm, calm down. Olivia's I really just came back. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> Do I gotta yeah. walk away again? Oh my god. This is weird. Just strange stuff. This is not what I come to a decom for. Strange choices in this movie, Kelly. Yeah. But, you know, we're here. To have a deceased mom, a cat die during the movie, and dad's in jail. This is a lot. At least we didn't watch it. In any decom, any one of these would be like the defining struggle of the movie. But here here goes Olivia <laughs> with every single one of them. This poor girl. Yeah. The band starts singing more than a band to Olivia, and it's very touching. I'm glad they got so close. And I was briefly confused because Stella's twin little brothers just show up and they start recording and like there's a boom mic. Yeah, no, I was going to say the same thing. At first, I thought, I I sent you a video because at this first second I saw a boom mic in the screen, I immediately paused it and sent it to you. And then after watching the scene over, I was like, wait, this is intentional? Why are these children here recording them? They didn't explain it ever, so I was super confused. Yeah, like, I was thinking, like, maybe they're filming a music video, and that's why this is so, like, overly uh, 
produced and all that stuff, but it's never really explained why. Filming a music video after Olivia just like had a meltdown? Yeah. Weird. Like, we're going to come over and shoot a music video with you to make you feel better. Yeah. What is also really funny on IMBD, uh, someone incorrectly marked uh, that they said there's a man in a plaid shirt clearly visible with a boom mic. It's not a man. Oh, no. It's, it's one the of kid. the kids. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, I thought the same thing when I saw him because they, they show the kid with the boom mic. I'm like, wait, where did he come from? Is this an intern? Like, <laughs> yeah. No. Another strange choice in this movie, Kelly. Yeah. Just add it to the list. <laughs> the ever growing list. Yeah. Why Lemonade Mouth failed. <laughs> Later on, Scott approaches Mo, telling him she still has, he still has feelings for her, but she's not the same girl she was two months ago. Her and her music are a package deal now. Speaking of her music, their song to terminate is suddenly playing on the radio. Wow. How did that, that happen without their permission? My question would be, where's my paycheck? That too. Back to the pizza joint, they try to perform, but Ray from Mudsling slash or crash or whatever i i don't even care mud slinging <laughs> yeah, I don't slashers even care about this stupid the name hash anymore. bringing the slash slinging whatever his name is it causes <laughs> disturbance and everyone just starts throwing plastic cups everywhere i mean i'm glad they're not throwing pizzas because that would be a tragedy no it's not even a food fight they're just throwing like the freaking utensils or whatever i don't know the cups well somebody threw a pizza because olivia and um What's his face? The drummer guy are just eating a pizza during the fight. I thought they, I thought they fell on a pizza. Maybe they did. Well, they were at, in the back by the drum. I don't know. Some Somehow a pizza got in their hands. That's fine. Whatever. So, Mo has been coughing a lot. I don't know if that's going to turn into something super dramatic later, but it's something to note now. Who knows? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh no, what else is this movie going to do? <laughs> Does she have cancer? Oh, God. What? Could you imagine, Kelly? <laughs> Honestly, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, are they going to just keep going with this? Oh God, how much can we ruin What's every happening? character in this movie's lives? <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, as she's like starting to cough and stuff, Charlie confesses that he likes her. She does not feel the same way, though, and he gets really upset. Just learn how to take the L, buddy. Come on. Yeah, seriously. Mo's dad is also upset because he believes she's too young for boys, just like she's too young for lipstick. You know what, dad? Okay. Calm down. All right, so it turns out Mo is sick with a fever, and three other members get injured right before the Rising Star competition. I mean, like, that all sucks. But at least it's just, just, she's just sick with a fever. It's, 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 it's a common cold. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Dodge a bullet there. <laughs> I mean, with this movie, you have no idea what they were, what, what might have happened. Um... But, okay, Charlie, he's the drummer, right? Yeah. So Charlie smashes his hand in a toolbox, right? And then he comes in in a full sling and, like, a cast on his arm or something like that. Like, what? where did that come from? Maybe you cut your fingers. At the most, you might have broken one. Why is your arm in a sling? To make it more dramatic than it should be? I just... It was... A, yeah, it was very dramatic. 
so Charlie has uh, apparently broken his entire arm. <laughs> um, and when now let's talk about when for a second here, because he takes the corner of a picture frame straight to the eye. I'm surprised he didn't lose the dang eye. All he came out with was a black eye. That's all right. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> that was a close call. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And then Olivia and Wen get in this big fight because she doesn't have parents and Wen is whining about his dad with the college girl. She's trouble in paradise, Kelly. And like, she's like losing her voice for some reason. Yeah, we're, come on. And then this next scene, the light, the lighting changes to this like weird day for night kind of style as the injured band shows up to school. It's clearly very light out, but they had to make it dark so that it was believable that it was going to rain, but it just looked so bad. Yeah, they're using a filter. <laughs> the band starts pr protesting the removal of the lemonade machine as it rains, and the cops show up to take them to jail. Awful scene. Michael, what is this movie? Yeah, the heaviest rain in the world starts coming down on these people. There's <laughs> obviously a rain machine thingy. But they're going to jail? Yeah, but this is one of my favorite parts. But jail? <laughs> yeah, all the way to jail. Don't pass go. Really quick though, this the the scene where they get arrested is one of my favorite parts of the entire movie because when the cop rolls up, Wen's on the floor and he just like scoots away really quick to get away from them. It's really funny. <laughs> like it's a visual, it's a visual gag. So in the in the holding cell, they start singing, turn up the music again, and that gets their spirits up to agree to continue with the rising star. Yeah, uh, weird. Weird choice to sing in the jail cell, but I gotta say, it's one of those scenes, like I was saying before, that I like when the music starts building on itself, like they layer it one part after the other after the other. The, the, I like that. Yeah, weird time. Rising star time as Mudsling Crush performs a very lame Don't You Wish You Were Us. Again, I do not wish I was them. How is the principal cool with this band, but not with Lemonade Mouth, because they're just so obnoxious. Yeah. I hate them. Can't argue with you there, Kelly. Not a good band. I don't know why other people like them mm -hmm. either, because they're clearly thinking they're superior to them. Yeah. Unfortunately, Lemonade Mouth is still sick and injured, so they have a rough start. They're just about to give up when the audience starts singing the song lyrics to Determinate. Scott leaves his band to help play bass for Lemonade Mouth, and the band watches very touched as the crowd keeps going. They might not be able to perform, or well win the competition but they won something bigger that night friendship yeah cut to scott apologizing to mo again asking for a chance to get to know the new mo asking for a chance to get to know the new mo mo says yes and charlie walks by sad but there is hope because a random girl smiles at him so it's all good now <laughs> my god why is this kid's entire character arc <laughs> for, focused on women? I don't know. Cut to Wayne bringing Olivia a new kitty, because whenever your pet dies, the first thing you think of is, well, time to get a new one. Yeah, let's pile some more responsibility on you, too. Don't even let you grieve yet. Nope. I mean, like it's, it is a nice gift. like It's a nice thought, but some people just need time to grieve first, and um, that's just my personal opinion. Kelly, that kitty was so cute. I mean, yes, it was very cute. Just, just the, the the other cat dying was traumatic. Yeah, <laughs> they're just trying to tie up all the loose ends. Do I, do I gotta leave again? Do I gotta leave again? <laughs> no, don't. Not yet. Okay. Okay. 
at Wen's dad's wedding to his college girlfriend, Stella. Actually, the whole band is invited. Stella meets Mel, the owner of that lemonade machine that the band loves so much. Apparently, they had a great conversation and he sponsors a new school theater. Just like that. DA Arts program. Why was this vending machine mogul invited to this wedding? Who do you know here, sir? He says it in, like, his first line in this movie is, he's a friend of the bride-to-be. How, though? She's in college. So? I'm just confused. And it turns out, Michael, this whole movie was a, writ- was a written letter from Olivia to her father in prison. Wow. Really tying up all the loose ends. Yeah. We cut to the beginning of the movie where Lemonade Mouth is performing Breakthrough at Madison Square Garden. And wow. Scott is their new band member with new rock star hair. Glad he joined the right band. <laughs> yeah, he came he realized that he was in a band with a bunch of jerks. Yeah, and Michael, this is a really nice setup. It looks expensive for a decom. I mean, like it's not the real Madison Square Garden, of course, but it's big and the screen in the background plays videos of the members dancing. Like that's something you normally see at real concerts. Like it, it looks real. Yeah, they filmed it during a Jonas Brothers concert. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, can we borrow this real quick? Okay, thanks. Yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna use the stage because they're still under contract with Disney. Well, that's the movie, Michael. What do you think? Um, eh, it was all right. Like it wasn't <laughs> like egregiously bad. It made some very weird choices, as we pointed out. I feel like Olivia's backstory was way too tragic. Um, <laughs> the music left a bit to be desired because it felt like all the songs were made by committee. Um, they all felt like machine made and manufactured. So I, I just think like overall, like this movie's just a, a forgettable decom. Like none of the songs were stand out or memorable in any way, shape, or form. Um <laughs> none of the performances were, were like outstanding. Uh it's nice to see Bridget Medler out there doing her thing, but like, you know, other than that, it's just not a lot to write home about in this movie. Yeah, I completely agree. And I don't know what I could, what could be done to fix it, you know? Like, I don't know what I would have <laughs> wanted. It just didn't hit. That's all I, that's all I can think. A lot of different things. I I think um this movie is very popular with the crowd that likes Descendants, like that age range. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Descendants, Kelly. Descendants is better than this one. <laughs> well, damn. Uh, but I just mean, like, if you grew up watching shake it up and ant farm and all those trash shows that i think you like this movie yeah i could see that but if you grew up with high school musical watching that live then you're like what is this what have they done look how the mighty have fallen (laughs) i respect how much they tried but i liked troy bolton's drama more (laughs) oh way more my goodness (laughs) uh basketball singing basketball singing not like what this movie gave me. Ooh. No, they're in completely different leagues. <laughs> High School Musical and Lemonade Mouth. Not even close. Yeah, I also just wasn't interested in the songs. Like you said, they weren't really that standout. Just, they were just there. I was pretty triggered when this movie ended and Disney Plus suggested I watch High School Musical, the musical, the series next and not the actual High School Musical. Like, how dare you, <laughs> Disney Plus? I will not watch your garbage show, but I will watch all your Marvel shows. <laughs> yeah no um yeah no you're right It it's just 
I mean, maybe it's on par with with High School Musical, the musical, the series. I haven't seen that one. Uh, I refuse. But yeah, this just ain't it, Disney. I watched the first episode and it was terrible. Yeah, I mean, this movie was better than I thought it would be. Nah, it's just about what I expected. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. It was just, yeah. it was just okay. I mean, like, I went in thinking it was going to be, like, the worst. <laughs> oh. It wasn't the worst. No, I mean, it's okay if it's not for us. It's just, uh, could have been better. <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts on Lemonade Mouth Kelly? <sighs> nah, I guess I'll try to see if I have any lemonade. I'd love some lemonade. Why don't you take us out, though? All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review so we can improve and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at DCOM Central Pod. So feel free to follow us there. Wear a mask and vaccinate. Keep things. I was going to end the pod with a with a lemon pun, but I didn't want to leave a sour taste in your mouth. Thank you. Thank you.